Let me tell you about American financing. Uh, What is your interest rate on your home? Is it 3%, 4%? You could right now pay uh, less than that, and you could save hundreds of dollars on your mortgage. Also, how are your credit cards? Uh, How much interest are you paying every single month? Pay them off if you can. If you can't, roll them into your mortgage without resetting your loan. Uh, The people that can help you do this is American Financing, and they have saved, I can't tell you how many listeners, so much money every single month. Hundreds, if not a thousand plus a month. It's a lot of money to save. Do it now. Loans are going to be harder and harder for the average person, especially listeners of this program and others. It's going to be harder for you to get. American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Dot net. Dot 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 net. Looks like we're going to have to reboot. weird is president biden has had a precipitous fall in his ratings in fact fact the biggest fall in lowest ratings of any president since since that's going to give you hope since woodrow wilson woodrow wilson since wow world war one and what did world what did uh, woodrow wilson do woodrow wilson scared the living daylights out of the american people and by his third year, everybody was running in the other direction. And I believe that is now starting to happen. I'll give you the evidence. All on today's show, you don't want to miss a second of today's show. We begin in 60 seconds. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. Gosh, so annoying. Always saying the Glenn Beck program. Let me tell you a little bit about Bill, who wrote recently to talk about his experience with Relief Factor. He likes to play the guitar. And a while back, he started experiencing numbness in his hand whenever he would play. Not a good thing. Uh, That's not why he decided to try Relief Factor. He had pain in his shoulder that was bothering him as well. And he heard about Relief Factor and wanted to give it a try. Well, you know how it is when you got pain that just won't go away. After a while, you'll do just about anything to get rid of it. And so he decided to listen to me. <laughs> I don't know. World's crazy. I mean, maybe this guy's right about relief factor. Not only did the pain in his shoulder go away, but the numbness in his hand went away as well. Why? Inflammation. And that's what relief factor works on. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. And about 70% of the people who try relief factor go on to order more. Why? Because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 1-800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com, 1-800-500-8384. we got a great show for you uh, today. 
We have John Andrasik on with us. If you don't know who John is, you probably know Five for Fighting. If you don't know Five for Fighting, you definitely know some of his hits. Here's the uh, here's something that became huge right after September 11th called Superman. No, this is this is actually 100 years, but you can play that. Continue to play that. Such a great song. Fantastic lyrics. Love this song. Also, Superman, he did this song. Okay, so he's done a new song now called Blood on My Hands. I want to play it here for you. He's not the only one on today's show with musical talent. And yes, I mean, normally, you know, people are coming at me for my musical talent. But there are two guests on today that you don't want to miss because they are standing against everything that is going on. They're asking questions. They are actually doing the job that music and rock and roll has always done. Stood up against the man and said, what are you doing? Here's John Androsix. Got blood on my hands.
music used to do and you'll notice that music really didn't go after donald trump it wasn't in the zeitgeist it was it was manufactured as obama says it's manufactured outrage uh it is it is something that is not happening in the culture music is completely seemingly disconnected from what's going on except a few brave people so he's going to be joining us. John Andrasik is going to be joining us. Uh, also later in the program, uh, Bryson G- uh, Gray. If you don't know who Bryson Gray is, he is a uh, he's a rapper. Now, I am. I mean, you know, all rappers adore me and I adore them. I am one with the rap song. Um, but he has done a song that you've probably heard talk about if you haven't heard it. It's called Let's Go Brandon. Now, let's go. Brandon is something a little controversial because the White House says (laughs) the White House says they are not aware of this Brandon thing. What is this? What do you mean? It's something about Joe Biden. We haven't heard that. Really? You haven't? If you haven't, that's how isolated you are in your crystal palace. But he did a song called Let's Go Brandon, and it has now been censored uh, by, I think, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is hit number one on iTunes. Here's that song. Listen. Shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody got to do it. Ay, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Biden said the jab stopped the spread. It was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia. That's what's coming next if we don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights. It's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws. That's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban us. 
Cause, hey, this is about control Everybody knows, everyone complies With the kinds of pros, I don't need a plane I just hit the road, I do what I want I can't sell my soul, market about the crash This is what you chose, ruin in the country I've been best to go, you gon' take the mark I take never rolls, I'm a man of God I can never Let's fall. go Brandon, I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon Hey, hey, let's go Brandon Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it Hey, hey, let's go Brandon When you ask questions, they start banning Hey, hey, let's go Brandon Hey, hey, let's go Brandon Hey, hey, let's go Brandon I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon Hey, hey, let's go Brandon Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it Hey, hey, let's go Brandon You ask questions, they start banning Hey, hey, let's go Brandon Hey, hey, let's go Brandon Hey, let's go Brandon And it's clear that man a wreck Let's go Brandon, now the Taliban a threat Hey, you planned it, now the Taliban is standing on our neck Chanting death to America, you are belly president Listen, I don't think you here, man Let me make it clear, man Better keep your hands into yourself, that stuff is weird, man I wish I could take you in the back place, smear the queer, man You could take the vax, I fear God I don't fear, man I'm on gear 10, believe me, we ready to rumble The only play the joke can execute is a fumble. I think we all know he's out to lunch. That dude went camping. I'm a Christian, so how do I say this? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. We know he capping. Patriots out in the street taking action, hunting us down for speaking the truth. Peek on the pedal to save all the youth. Media lying, ignore all the crying. They build them back better, but only the Taliban pilots on strike. But to show it's irrelevant, open the border, lose all the order, divide us up so they know that we never went, but we united. We here in the stadiums, everyone chanting and seeing and slandering, Biden collapsing and Democrats stealing it. Hey, we look at Joe. Can we get a refund? How about some mean tweets? Joe is a crook and he knows how to deceive. FJB is the motto in these streets. Let's go, Brandon. Sing it with me. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. <laughs> so you have two songs, uh, both asking questions. By the way, could you play the clip at the very beginning of Let's Go, Brandon? Because it's really important you hear this. Shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, they're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Stop. So they're saying that this uh, is being banned because of medical misinformation, and I believe that might be the medical misinformation. Uh, the the artist Bryson Gray said yesterday, "What misinformation is in there?" Well, the president said it right at the very beginning. You're not going to get COVID if you get these vaccines. That's not true. That's not true. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but both of these songs have been uh, banished or um, or algorithmically squashed. There is a movement that is going on. I want to move from the the two songs we just played to other things that are happening in the culture. Remember, the culture leads. Politics never leads. The culture leads. And the culture is changing. And I'll give that to you in 60 seconds. 
High time to recognize the danger posed by cyber criminals and do something about it. Uh, there are things that you can do. Avoid using public Wi-Fi. Consider your security and privacy whenever you're posting on social media. Never click on links from people who send you emails and like, hey, I, I just need you to see this. Uh, teach your kids about cybersecurity as well. But you also need some protection for... 24-7 on all of your devices. And the best known is LifeLock by Norton. We've known Norton for a long, long time uh, as uh, security for all of our programs and viruses and everything else. LifeLock is, I believe, the first in the business on cybersecurity when it comes to your identity. So you put those two companies together and you have the best in the business. Nobody can stop everything because it's changing constantly. But you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock by Norton. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Do it now. LifeLock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So the next the next person that is standing up is Dave Chappelle. And I have to tell you, I've done, I don't know of a more brave guy than Dave Chappelle. Uh, and that's because he has a lot to lose. He has done a another special with Netflix and he has been tr- in trouble because they've tried to be can- tried to cancel him because of comments and jokes that he has made about the transgender community in his latest special. If you have watched the entire special, in fact, tomorrow, Sarah, maybe we could play the last story that he says in that special. It is heart wrenching. And you you know that he is not what transphobe. He is everything that they're saying about him is not true. Well, he says uh, he's not bending to anybody's demands. You know, the Netflix people walked out for a safe environment. And he said, they said you want a safe working environment at Netflix, but it seems like I'm the only one that can't go to the office anymore. Uh, If they had invited me, I would have accepted it, although I'm confused what they're speaking about. To the transgender community, I'm more than willing to give you an audience, but you will not summon me. I'm not bending to anyone's demands. If you want to meet with me, I'd be more than willing to meet, but I have some conditions. First of all, you need to have watched the entire special from beginning to end and be willing to meet at a place of my time and choosing. I want everybody in the audience to know that even though the media frames that it is me versus that community, that's not what it is. Don't blame the LGBTQ community for any of this. This has nothing to do with them. It's about corporate interests and what I can and cannot say. He's absolutely right. And he is standing up and leading the way. Someone else that is doing it. And Pat is here. Pat, I, I don't know who, is it Enns Cantor is? Enns Cantor from the Celtics? I think it's Ennis. Ennis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's, 
is he at least as as big as Colin Kaepernick was when he took a knee? Yeah, yeah, I'd say probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in basketball. Yeah, yeah, but bigger than that, right? Because he yes. was a, Kaepernick was a nobody, right? And Kaepernick, what he did, oh, was so brave. He decided to go along with the uh, the uh, corporate world and all of the people that want to cancel you. He decided he would put all of his chips in that basket. Uh, and as Cantor has done the opposite, he just put out a video to dear Nike, and he is taking apart Nike for using Chinese slave labor camps to make their products. He says, quote, your company says you're making a positive impact on our community. Um, uh, but when it comes to China, you remain silent. You don't protest pre- uh, police brutality in China. You don't speak against the discrimination against the LGBTQ community. You don't say a word about the oppression of minorities in China. So great. I mean, this is really brave. Yeah. He said uh, mm-hmm. it's modern day slavery and it's happening right now. And then he took on the Muslim community and he questioned why the Muslim community is not standing up to defend the Muslim Uyghurs that are imprisoned and forced to labor in China, Chinese camps. He said they are subjected to political re, uh, re-education. They have no freedom of expression, no freedom of religion, no freedom of movement in China. Did you know that the entire apparel and footwell, footwear industry is tainted by Uyghur forced labor? Many well-known global brands are implicated. And yes, that includes the NBA's biggest sponsor, Nike. I mean, he is. He also took on the Chinese uh, for their oppression of Tibet. Uh, The guy has called out China a bunch of times. And the NBA is completely dependent upon China. At least seems like it lately. So what are they going to do with him? I don't know. I mean, I this guy know. is uh, this guy is a modern day hero. He really is. Uh, he took on uh, President Z. He is he is from Turkey, and mm-hmm. he took on uh, President uh, Erdogan. He uh, he's not broadcast. Uh, none of his games are broadcast in Turkey because of this. And he has nine arrest warrants in his home country of Turkey because he speaks out against the president of of Turkey. Amazing. There is something really great happening, and I'm not done yet. It's happening in the culture. And there's another giant voice that has just added their name and their voice to standing up. Something is happening in America. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Right now, depending on where you are, we're in the middle of a seller's market. And, you know, that'll be really great if you're wanting to sell your home. Uh, You could get a really great price if you know what you're doing or if your real estate agent does. Um, But then where are you going to move? I mean, so many people, you know, in all of our neighborhoods here in Texas, they're like, I was just offered a fortune for my house. Are you going to take it? Well, then I, I was going to, and then I thought, where am I going to get a house? Because <laughs> uh, there's nothing left. There's just nothing left. 
uh, you need a great real estate agent on your side. Somebody that can make this easy. Somebody who really listens to you. Somebody who can advise you and say, okay, you, where are you selling? You're selling now and where are you going to move? And they can help you on both ends. And if that person is, if you're moving across the street or across town or whatever, they may not be able to help you. But if you're moving cross state or cross country, we have another agent ready to help you and they can work together. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Don't forget to use the promo code GLEN, G-L-E-N-N, to save $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. I do not fear, for I was born for this. Joan of Arc. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Today, um, I'm just, I, I just want to highlight... The people that are standing up and doing amazing things. Next hour, uh, we have uh, Virginia Proden. She is a woman who uh, lives here in Dallas. I found out about a couple of a uh, couple of weeks ago, and uh, she had a book out. I don't know five six years ago called "Saving My Assassin." Her story is absolutely amazing. She used to work in Romania. She was an attorney. And she worked under communist rule. Now, she's like 5'2 or 5'5, something like that. She's, a, she's not a large woman. Um, and she was working as a young attorney under Ceausescu. Is that how you say his name, Pat? Yeah. Yeah, Ceausescu. And uh, he was one of the most brutal dictators under uh, modern communism. And... Uh, she found out what was really going on because she was reading in the pages of what she describes as the most forbidden book uh, in all of Romania. Well, they arrested her, beat her, uh, did all kinds of things. She didn't learn her lesson. She was then encountered. She encountered her own assassin. She says, I should be dead, buried in an unmarked grave in Romania. Obviously, I am not, because God had other plans for me. She's going to talk about what life was like in Romania, what she saw, how she escaped, and uh, what she sees happening here in America. Courage is contagious. Now, there is uh, there's a couple of other people that are speaking out. I just told you about Dave Chappelle and uh, the NBA player from the Boston Celtics. But there is something somebody else that has spoken up and actually in defense of uh, NS. What's his name? NS Cantor Cantor, uh, the Boston Celtics player. And it's Floyd Merriweather. Floyd Merriweather, in case you don't know, he is. What Mayweather, um, he is uh, one of the greatest uh, fighters of all time. Boxers, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I'm unbeaten. way out of my field right now. What? He's never been beaten. He's 50 and 0. Really? Never mm-hmm. been beaten? Yep. Um, anyway, um, he is he is stepping out to defend a few people. Uh, Boston Celtics also. Is it Kyrie Irving? Uh, Irving of Kyrie the, Irving, yeah. Yeah, of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Tell me about him. 
Uh, he has decided he doesn't want to get the vaccine. And so initially they said, well, then uh, you, you can't play in the uh, arena in Brooklyn. Then they decided, nor can you play on the road with us. So he's apparently going to sit at home while his team plays the basketball season. And he's going to lose, uh, you know, at least he's going to lose all the money that he would have made at home. And they're, I think they're debating whether or not they're going to pay him for the road games, even though he can't play in them. Uh, so if that's the case, he'll lose about $34 million. Holy year. cow. Um, here's what uh, Mayweather said. America is the land of the free. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and supposedly freedom to choose. Never be controlled by money. I respect you for having some integrity and being your own man. A free mind makes his own choices, and a slave mind follows the crowd mm. stand for something or fall for anything one man can lead a revolution to stand up and fight for what's right one choice one word one action can change the world it's crazy how people hate you for being a leader i hope your actions encourage many others to stand up and say enough is enough respect to you Kyrie. How fantastic is that? That's great. It is. It's great. It is happening. It is happening. One of the reasons why it's happening is because if you followed the program for a long time, you know about the pendulum effect. We are approaching the zenith of the pendulum effect. I think it happens what next year or the year after is the zenith of the pendulum effect where we are all the way as far as we can go. Historically speaking, we swing the entire world does from a we to a me. We are now at the zenith of the we. The zenith of the me the last time was with Ronald Reagan. And that's where you got the greed of Wall Street and uh, everybody was the strong, strong individualist. We are now at the zenith of the we. That is going to swing back and it's going to start coming back. And as it does, you're going to see more and more people stand up. We are out of step right now, but great leaders are always out of step. So you're you're going to face the hostility of the crowd. But that's what makes men and women into what later generations say are heroes. But they're not they're not anything different if it when it swings back to the we or i'm sorry to the me they'll be saying the same things stand for something or fall for everything you've got to stand for what you believe it is about the individual never the collective it's just those few people that are out of step with this herd mentality be one of those people. Be one of them. You know, I <clears throat> so many songs uh, of the past take on new meaning. Um, I'm a big Frank Sinatra fan, and so is my son and my daughter. And, and we were talking about Frank, Frank and Dino and, and how great they were and how far ahead they were. There's one song that Frank Sinatra did. It was called My Way, and I've always liked it. But I've never really understood the ending of that song until recently. I mean, it's easy to understand intellectually. 
but it takes on a whole new meaning in today's world. Listen. For what is a man? What has he got? If not himself, then he has not to say. think a song that we have celebrated our entire lives if you're my age a song that is in the in the front part of the american songbook my way never has had more meaning than it does now it's always been a, a song to to say you know i cut my own path and that's very american but at the end what do you have in the end, if not yourself? If you aren't willing to stand up and speak the words that you truly feel, who are you? What do you have? You are not. Speak the words that you truly feel, not the words of one who kneels. That is the choice that we face right now. Is the record going to show in the end that you stood up and said the things you truly feel because you live in a country that currently celebrates life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? What that means is I get to say what I truly feel. I do not have to kneel before a king or a mob. I can be Dave Chappelle and say the things that I do. And in his, in his case, for comedic purposes. In my case or your case, because it's true. I am not going to take the vaccine. I'm not. I have natural antibodies. And I know that a vaccine, what it is supposed to do is trick my body into thinking that I have had the disease, COVID, whatever the virus is. It tricks my body into thinking that I've had it. And by that, it generates a natural immunity to that virus. That's why, you know... You would give a little bit of smallpox. It was thought to be crazy in the day. The 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, when they would just take a little bit of smallpox and give it to you. People thought that was insanity. People were burned at the stake for it. However, it turned out to be right. That's what a vaccine is supposed to do. So what is this vaccine supposed to do? Put something in my body that is completely foreign and not trigger my immune system? Is that what this does? Because if so, I got some more questions about it. Now that's science. I have natural immunity. I had a very bad case of it. 
I'm not going to take the vaccine. I have that right. Because I have science on my side. I'm also not taking the vaccine, and this is a new stance for me, because they demand it. And I will not kneel before a king. You ask me, you respect me, you say, I know you have enough intelligence to figure it out. And here is the evidence. And I read the evidence and it makes sense to me. Then I will consider taking it. But if you are forcing me to do it, no, no, I I won't do it. I won't do it because something is wrong. And as Mayweather said, a slave mind follows the crowd. A slave mind. We have the freedom to choose. And I will not be controlled by money. I will tell you that uh, I have made I have made a lot of money, but I have also spent a lot of money on the blaze. My entire uh savings for my retirement was spent on the blaze i am now just beginning to rebuild that because it was very expensive and lost money for a long time and i paid everybody's salary i don't want to lose my job now because i won't be able to keep up my lifestyle But I am not afraid of that. I have been poor before. And I'm perfectly willing to be poor again. I don't want to be. Believe me, my children don't want to be. But money is not the boss of me. My job is not the boss of me. I will lead for my own family. And believe me, our children are watching us right now. I don't know if my actions will inspire anyone else. I, I, I hope, but I don't know. And quite honestly, that's not why I do it. I stand up and say enough is enough and I will not go with the crowd. I will not be bullied into things. I will not give up the things that I truly believe that all men are created equal, not equal outcomes. We are born equal. I will not give up the fact that racism is racism and anti-racism uses racism to defeat racism, which makes no sense whatsoever. I will say these things so my children hear and see. I will stand in uncomfortable places in hopes that my children will do the same when it comes to their turn. Ten minutes can change your life for the better, and nobody knows it more than somebody who gives American financing a call. For the past 20 years, they've been helping people just like you get their finance, uh, financial house in order. And I hardly need to tell you that now is the time to save all kinds of money. It is important that when the economy is in a tailspin, 
that you are protected at least enough to be able to hold things together for as long as you can. The ground is getting mighty soft right now. Please refi your mortgage at a lower interest rate or maybe a consolidation loan that gets you out from underneath the high interest payments for things like credit cards. American financing is here for you, not the banks. It's urgent that you call them now. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net at 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Pat's with me today. Um, Pat, would, where would you put Joe Biden on the scale of Jimmy Carter and Woodrow <sighs> Wilson? I think Biden. Worst ever. Yeah, he might be. I think he's the worst ever. You know, you combine the cognitive decline with the extreme left wing policies. I think you have the worst ever. And the weakest uh, group of people ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, and un- most incompetent. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're incompetent. They're in lockstep with Barack Obama. Well, they are. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I mean, that's who's really running the show at the White House. It's not Joe Biden. Um, but more good news and more courage and a couple of people who are deep in the culture coming up. First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Um, What does your dog eat? My dog eats prescription food. Oh, he loves it. When you, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, think of the best hospital food you can get, right? Now, freeze dry it and put it into a bag and serve it on the floor. Oh, my dog loves it. Uh, Here's what you need. Rough greens. You put some rough greens on top of it. It has all of the vitamins and minerals and everything else. Uh, and you put that on top of the food and he eats it. I don't know why, uh, but they love it. They love it. And you will see a difference in your dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Uh, check it out now and get your bag. Uh, I know Uno loves it. Uh, Pat's dog. Uh, she won't eat her food without it. It's kind of annoying, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, a little it's obnoxious. Kind of, it's kind yeah. of obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, she could be eating, uh, you know, hospital food with yeah, my dog. right. Exactly. Okay. Coming up in just a second, an incredible hour that I do not think you are going to, uh, you're going to forget. Next. I'm going to introduce you to a an incredible woman, incredible woman. She was a young attorney in Romania 
under Nikolai Ceausescu's brutal communist regime. She had spent her entire life looking for the truth. She started reading the most forbidden book in all of Romania. And because of that, everything changed. She was kidnapped, beaten, tortured, placed under house arrest, and she was within seconds of being executed. She survived, and she's sitting in my studio. How? Her amazing story and how it connects to today's America in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about a special, a buy one, get one free. And I don't know about you, but I hear buy one, get one free, uh, free and I'm always excited. Like, uh, you know, buy one sandwich, get one free. Buy one donut, get one free. Buy one pizza, get one free. There's never been a buy one, get one free that, I, that hasn't made me a little rumbly in the tumbly, uh, honestly. Um, but this one is my pillow. Gaza uh, or Giza dream sheets, Gaza dream sheets. They're a little explosive, but the Giza dream sheets are made with the softest cotton. These sheets are still available at buy one, get one free. They're not just soft. They're cool. They're comfortable. You are going to love sleeping on them. This is what I sleep on every night, and I've never had a better pair of sheets, and I mean that 100% sincerely. Then when you look at the price of these, you can't beat them. There's no way you can get a sheet softer than this for the price, especially with a buy one, get one free. You just don't even come close to the Giza Dream Sheets that you will now find at MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials. Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com. The international human rights attorney, the author of a book that came out a few years ago called Saving My Assassin, and uh, fellow uh, Dallas resident that I, I can't believe I haven't met until just now, Virginia Proden. Hello, Virginia. How are you? I am doing fine. I'm doing fine. I want to I am so happy to be here and when you have the television show I was on your television show several times you look so familiar yes. that's why yes. I remember yes. now yes. yes you did uh, several several programs yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was on the socialist one and later yeah, on, on yeah, several. yeah 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 yes yeah. Mm-hmm. so good to see you again good to see you so um I don't I did I know your story uh, back then, did I know the full story? No, when I was on the socialist uh, part of the yeah, story yeah. Uh, on the television, the book was not published yet. Right, and you were talking about yeah. what life was like. Yes, yes, exactly. yes, yes. I remember mm-hmm. that. So, um, Virginia, let's start with your let's start with your story. Mm-hmm. How old were you? You're in Romania, which is horrible, horrible, one of the worst places under communism because of Ceausescu. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Tell me about life under him and what that was like. I was maybe around six years old mm-hmm. when I started to notice that my parents were very politically correct outside of the home and they were fearful and giving away all their rights. But I also heard them inside of home whispering how horrible the government is and the fact that tomorrow they're going to take more rights. 
And as a kid, I was petrified. I was scared to death thinking my life doesn't count to my parents or to my uh, uh, to, to the, our government. Uh, but also a fire came inside of me. And I was thinking, I don't want to live like my parents. I do not want to grow up and live like them. I want to find the truth. Why people, adults, know the truth, but don't speak up about the truth. And with that came the idea, because I had around in my family lawyers that had questions to um, different, um, you know, problems, but they never, they were never courageous to uh, speak up. Right. I thought I will go to law school and I will find the truth and I will speak up for the truth. So you, um, you get there, you're in law school, you go and mm-hmm. um, you begin to live your life now as an adult. Mm-hmm. And what stops you from doing what most adults do mm-hmm. uh, and, and say, it's too risky. I'm not going to. I have to have this job or I can make a difference by being quiet in the system. Uh, first of all, I want to say when you as an adult are uh, quiet and don't say anything, uh, look around because your kids and uh, and your people and neighbors mm-hmm. are looking at how you respond today. Uh, second of all, I went to law school and I study. Hey, wait, thinking- wait, 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 wait. Before you go on to that, there are people that believe now that they are in the majority and those who believe they are in the minority mm-hmm. and people don't stand up at work because they're afraid that they are the only one or that they're they'll be left out hanging. They'll be the only one that will say anything. And all these people that whisper in the hallways and say, I'm with you, won't say anything. Mm-hmm. So how do you get past that? Okay. Uh, from my own example, and you'll learn uh, later on, is um, we always said, if she stands up, I will stand with her, okay? So everything starts with you. You stand up for for the truth and speak the truth politely and nicely and let God, if you are a Christian, to uh, protect you. After all, your job, it's not, comes from your boss. Respect your boss, but your job and your resources and your life and your freedom mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. from God. And if you have that solid uh, foundation, you will stand up and you will be amazed how many people will stand up with you. But start with you. So the most forbidden book in all of Romania is? It was at that time uh, the Bible. And the reason is because, and the reason is why right now as Christians we are mocked, we are marginalized and even threatened to lose the job is because if you are a Christian, you have a solid foundation and you are loyal to Christ. You respect your boss, you respect your government, but you know that your government and your boss are there because God established them in your life. But they are not the ones giving you the job or um, the orders of how to live your life. Yes, exactly. How to live your life. And for that reason, when you have that, yes, you might lose your job. You might be under house arrest, like I will explain like I was. But at the end, you will, you will see the victory. Uh, 
that's if you forget everything from my story, think about I fought against the most powerful and cruel dictator in the in the West Eastern uh, Bloc. He had everything on his fingertip. He had an army, he had uh, money, he had even the Western civilization that was he lied to before mm-hmm. I started to speak up. And he's dead and I'm alive. We belong to a team when we stand on Christ's ground. We belong to a team who never lost a battle. Christ never lost a battle. If you want to be victorious, forget about fear, be courageous, remain with Christ, and you will see the victory. You're remarkable. Okay, so you find the Bible, you start to read the Bible, mm-hmm. and this makes you say, I, I, okay, I, I have to stand up right now. Mm-hmm. And so what did you start doing? Well, before I find the truth, I I want to say that after years or a year and a half or something, two years of practicing and every day going to work in Romania thinking, today I'm going to find the truth. I'm going to speak up for the truth. One day I came to my office and I was almost ready to give up my profession. I put my uh, briefcase on my secretary's desk and I said, I can't find the truth. I I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. She looked at me like, what are you dreaming about? Where have you been? And she gave me three files and said, there are three people coming to you and one is in your office. I took the files and I walk into my office and I remember seeing the, the client that um, I have been working with him for more than a year. He was a good client um, and he came because he had new situation in his uh, case. And as I stood in uh, on my chair uh, looking at him, I watched him again. I hated this man for the confidence that he had, the joy that he had on his face. And many times I was thinking, I need to fix this man. He's crazy. He's, <laughs> he's joyful in a joyless land. He's hopeful in a hopeless land. He must be crazy. Mm. And as I look at him that day, desperate and thinking, I'm going to give up my profession. I can't find the truth. I said to him, I wish I had in my life what you have in your life. And he looked at me and said, do you go to church? And I stared at him thinking, I knew you are crazy. I don't know why I ask you. Because in in Romania, in the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. church was more than just frowned upon and uh it was deemed like it is now really you know just a bunch of crazy people that believe in a ghost in the sky it was worse than that Uh, like a month ago before i uh, um, my client was in my office the dictator declared himself god and required all of us to go to worship him so when he said sincerely he said that yes Yes. Oh, my God. He declares there is no limit when uh, a man in the government, especially in a socialist uh, government, has full power. There is no limit. And he declared himself God. So you know, when it's, it's weird in in Nazi Germany, it took the churches, not all of them, but it took the churches uh, about six months to remove the picture of Christ off of the altar and replace it with Adolf Hitler. 
six months. Six months, yes, yes. So when my client said, would you come to church? I said, yes. And I was petrified. I was thinking, what are you saying? A month ago, he, he declared himself God. I don't know who they worship, but I said yes, and the next Sunday I was in his uh, in his church because I was that determined to find the truth. And there I heard the pastor opening the Bible and say, Jesus Christ said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. And that day I accepted Christ, and that day I understood that God put on my heart the desire to find the truth which is Christ, not a notion in a law books. And from that day, I realized that God had an appointment on my life to defend Christians and human rights cases. I didn't have to look for cases. People will come to me because nobody will take the cases. Everybody was uh, fearful that if you take the case, you will go to jail. And that's kind of what happened to you. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So tell me about the case or the situation that they came to arrest you. What were you doing? I defended Christians who will take uh, uh, Bibles from one church to another for vacation Bible school. I will defend uh, doctors who will give prescription to their clients and with a prescription or a little piece of paper will give a Bible verse. They will be threatened, they will lose their job. Or I will defend churches who will put, who will ask the government for years to uh, let them maintain the church and the uh, government will put them on the waiting list until the um, um, church will be in disrepair and the government will say it's dangerous we uh, take the we demolish the building and take the the land and the list goes on and on did they warn you to stop doing Cases yes, like every that? every single day, unknown to me, and I want to mm. say it to your audience, you have to be aware that when you fight and you stand up for what is right, for religious right, mm-hmm. for God's principle, God will do things to protect you and to um, advance your work that you are not going to be aware of. When I was in Romania, behind the Berlin Wall, I had no idea that my cases were part of United Nations report on human rights violations Mm. or United States reports on human rights violations. Mm. I had no idea. Later on, congressmen like Frank Wolf and Congressman uh, Smith, Christopher Smith, will come to Romania and talk with me first and then Mm. talk with dictator because before I started to defend uh, Christians, they will go and talk with the dictator and the dictator will say, we Mm. don't have any problems. We respect the human Mm. rights because uh, President Reagan gave them um, and the American government gave Romania the most favored national status Mm. attached with respecting the um, 
Christian and and, uh, human rights cases, but he didn't respect that. So now they will come, the Congressman Frank Wolf and Christopher Smith and Secretary of State will come to me and talk about my cases and then go to dictator and the dictator will lie to them and say, oh, we don't have any cases. And they will say, let us tell you about the cases. So you you can imagine. Hang on just a second. We we are talking to Virginia Proton. You have to read her book, Saving My Assassin. She's an international human rights attorney, and she is telling um, about to get to the part of the story where she is arrested and horrible, horrible things uh, happen. But she's sitting here happy and uh, and full of joy. We're going to continue our conversation in just a second. It is really important that your kids hear the truth, and it is harder and harder for any of us to find the truth. Nothing is true. Nothing is true. Well, as Virginia said, there are, there is one place you can find the truth. Now, the Tuttle Twins, this is a series of books for your kids um, that you can uh, read to them and, uh, and learn the truth about the foundations of our country, the foundations uh, of democracy, republic, and also our financial system. Why does the free market outperform every time here's the thing i want you to get these now they are on sale they are a household staple they should be in every single one of our homes they're not only good for your kids you should read them as well with your kids read them to your kids i'm telling you you will learn an awful lot you'll be able to defend what we have Tuttle Twins, they're having a great sale right now, 35% off their books, plus they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a huge discount for this audience at no additional cost. Uh, Just go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount, keep your kids sane and prepared in this crazy socialist world TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Virginia, you are being warned, the people around you. You have the same secretary that looked at you crazy at this time? Yes. Did she know you were in trouble? Yes. In fact, every single day um, after I will take my kids to school, um, in fact, by the time I left the house, I will have uh, secret uh, police following me as I will take my kids to school, and then they will take me to interrogation. They will tell, ask me to um, to stop what I'm doing. They called me an enemy of the state because they said that when I was allowed to go to school, um, I, I I was supposed to defend the government against people. Uh, Mm-hmm. you know the speak up against uh, the, the government. government yeah in fact uh, i would like your audience especially the ones that love socialists so much to read my book and to read what the requirements are in a socialist country to go to school you are not the one decided 
your profession. The government decides your profession. And I explain in, in my book exactly how, uh, how the that government... Is, that is coming now just through software. I mean, the public-private partnership and what we had with Common Core, Bill Gates was talking about we can, we can figure out what profession they'd be best at and then just streamline them exactly the way the communists did, except now it's yeah. an algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll streamline them. And with the public-private partnerships that are being established now with the government and, and high tech and the schools, that is what's coming here. Yeah, but we still have power. It's a lie that they are saying to you that you don't have power. I am under five feet tall. I was 82 pounds in Romania and a woman, still a woman, uh, which in socialist, in socialist, it's nothing, not what they lie to you. And I still fight, find, uh, found the, the power to, uh, to fight okay. for me and for generations to come. That is a really important key to remember you're not fighting for you but generations to come we're going to continue because she's she's taken as a prisoner and horrible things happen and then an assassin shows up and is just seconds away from killing her and yet she's sitting here the rest of her story coming up this is the glenn back program let me tell you a little bit about Danny, who wrote recently about his experience with Relief Factor. Danny uh, is a mailman. Snow, rain, heat, gloom of night may not slow him down, but the pain in his joints and his back was slowing him down. And he heard me talking about Relief Factor, and he decided he would give it a try. And within a week, he was talking to his chiropractor about it because he couldn't believe the difference. Chiropractor told him that he wasn't surprised. He actually recommends Relief Factor to a lot of his patients. Now Danny can do his job every single day without having to feel like a car ran him over at the end of every day. He got his life back. He got it back with Relief Factor. I got my life back as well. You could too. We need every single person in this audience in the fight. Be the best health and feel the best you possibly can. If you've tried everything else, please just try Relief Factor. Not a drug, but developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday right before this one, 7 to 9 Eastern or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. She's under five feet tall. She was living in Romania. She was an attorney. They had told her to stop doing what she's doing. And what she was doing was pursuing the truth. Uh, she eventually faced a guy who was 610 uh, coming from the Romanian government to kill her. Before we get to that, you were kidnapped by the government, right? So they were warning you. And then Mm -hmm. what happened from there? They kidnapped. They put me under house arrest and I continue. And because I gave the American government some documents to prove that uh, the dictator is lying to them. Um, 
President Ronald Reagan wanted to take the most favored national mm. status from uh, from Romania, so the dictator decided to kill me. So he sent a so-called client, an assassin, to my office. And how did that unfold when he came into your office? Huge guy, towered he, over you. 6'10", uh, feet tall. He came very late exactly when my uh, assistant just had the time to introduce him to my office and she left for the day. Mm. And the minute that he heard that she closed the door to the office, he pulled his jacket, took his gun and pointed to my face and said, I'm not your client. I'm here to kill you. You don't listen to our warnings. And he was so happy uh, because he said that he will be number one in uh, in Ceausescu's group and he started to scream and say how he's gonna kill me and I was fearful I thought that I'm gonna die I uh, remember my friends my um, neighbors my acquaintances even my enemies told me stop fighting a powerful dictator one day we're gonna find you dead and I thought that that was the day but in the same time I heard the whisper of God in all of this saying share the gospel and as I look at him, I said, I know you have a job. I was under five feet tall, 82 pounds. He was 6'10", huge like a football player, no way to run. And I said, I know you have a job, but I would love to share with you something. Would you listen? And he said, yes. And I started. Holy cow. Yes. And I, 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 uh, I started to share the gospel and he put the gun on, down on the table. He sh- his shoulder relaxed. And to make the story short, he accepted Christ right there. And it's more than that. Oh, what? man. He, it's Holy more than cow. that. Wow. I remember sitting in that chair, I don't know how long after he left, and saying, I can't believe this is happening. But years later, he came to Dallas, Texas, to my law office, mm. because now I'm a lawyer in America. And when he came, I didn't recognize him. Until, <laughs> until he showed me his ID, and that minute, Securitate ID, mm. and that minute I relive that, that moment again. And as he heard that I'm writing a book, my, my memoir, he asked me to let him write a chapter in my book. And now you have mm. in my book, Saving My Assassin, a chapter that he wrote. And he explained <laughs> in that chapter how as a young man, he was captured by free, free, free stuff from socialists. How they give him free stuff and make him a monster to work for for them and even more. And also you'll find out what what is he doing now and how God is using it. I will, I will tell you just a secret. He told me that he has uh, one granddaughter and her name is Virginia. Holy In my cow. honor. Yeah. Mm, holy cow. Um, and you exposed something, and you can find out about it in the book. You exposed something that actually was the beginning of the end. Of Ceausescu right. and his, uh, his regime. And this is what I am asking your audience, uh, your viewers, is do what your part, and, and you will see that your part can be a, a, a puzzle in a big picture. Mm-hmm. You want to change America, do your part. Don't wait for 
somebody else. You have your skill, you have your talents. I'm a lawyer. I work as, as a lawyer, as a speaker, and I change life. You, you have your skills and do your part, and you will change America. What do you say to people who are, they feel uncomfortable, you know, taking the vaccine? And it may not even be about the vaccine. It's just about the way this is being pushed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you, what are your well, thoughts on this? And, and how do people have the courage to st- stand up okay first of all um, i am respectful to a government i believe that the government was established by god but when the government crosses the line mm-hmm. and it's asking me to do something against what god established for my life the way to live then i am standing up and if you feel that coming to your home to search you if you have a vaccination it's a violation which i believe it's a violation believe me tomorrow they will come without a warrant to to search you because that's what socialist it's all about and and you need to stand up and support the consequences and i will also say from the book you will find out more that fear and fate are contagious mm-hmm. choose fate to be courageous fate will take you to to Maybe even suicidal, because you. in fact, I am saying to people, if you have fear, please read chapter three, three times. It's a story of my uncle who uh, was not able to speak uh, during the time that it was right, capitalist against socialist. And later on, he could not look in his eyes. And later on, he refused to eat and died. I don't want anybody to go like this. Stand up. The book is Saving My Assassin. Um, you, after the wall came down and the dictator was killed, you chose to come here. Why? Uh, I was, uh, um, God is a God who saves the people that will stand up. I, I had no idea that after uh, the, the assassin came to me uh, to kill me, the um, American embassy told the story to uh, um, Ronald Reagan, and Ronald Reagan made a deal with our dictator. He said, I will give you the most favored national status um, if you let Virginia to go tomorrow, tomorrow to America. And the dictator said, deal in a month. You will find in a book why he said in a month. Uh, and I came as a political refugee to America a, a month after that, and I came empty-handed. I didn't. I knew five languages, but not one word in English. I had uh, two girls with me under ten years old, and a soon-to-be-born son. I ha- I was uh, with my husband, but my husband left us shortly after we came here. I learned English. And I went to law school here in Dallas, Texas. Mm. I built my law firm. I speak all over the world. And I raised three kids. My first daughter graduated from SMU. My second daughter from Harvard Law School. And my son from United States Air Force Academy. There is no country like America. You come empty-handed. And you have the opportunity to rebuild your life. Let's keep America free. And don't let others destroy. Because there is no other place to go. Your life and your voice, it's important. Not only mine. You are here. You have a pulse. You have a purpose. Stand up. 
Virginia Proden, I imagine that you are busy defending people now who are standing up. Yes. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Virginia Proden is uh, is her name. What's the name of your law firm? So people Virginia could... Proden okay. uh, law firm. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, name of the book is Saving My Assassin. Saving mm-hmm. My Assassin. Um, today's purpose of today's show, if you haven't listened to uh, all of it, um, please don't miss it on the podcast. It'll be posted after the show. Um, and uh, and listen to the podcast and share it with a friend. The entire show today is built on people who stood up or are standing up. And there is something happening in America. The tide is changing. It doesn't feel like it most days. Um, but that's why, you know, my job is to warn. Um, and uh, and I do that. But there are days like today. I can't I just can't keep doing it. I want to tell you the good things as well. And these are really great stories all on today's podcast that you need to hear. And you do need to stand up in whatever way you can. You need to be at your school board. You need to be at the zoning board. You need to vote for your town mayor. You need to really understand what's going on. You need to strengthen your own home. But the most important thing you can do is strengthen yourself. Yes, exactly. And I train people on that. So if they want to go to virginiaprodanbooks.com, they have their own contact. They can put their question. They, if they want to buy the book directly from my website, it's virginiaprodanbooks.com slash products slash book. And I always signed my, my book with freedom is precious mm-hmm. because it really is. It's precious to those who don't have it. So don't wait for that time. Fight now. Your life is important. Your voice is important. And your life will never be the same. The courage that you will have will just spread to your family, to your neighbors, to your, uh, to your state and to America. You are here because God wants to use you to change America. You are important. I hope to meet you one day, and I hope you will fight. Start it with today. I have to tell you, I love you. <laughs> I think you. you are fantastic. Thank you. And Thank would you come back and do a podcast with yes. me? We can spend more I'll time. I'll be honored. Thank you very much. Virginia Proden, the name of the book is Saving My Assassin. You can get it now. All right. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, but uh, parts are now starting to get hard for any kind of car repair. So that means your car is possibly going to take weeks, if not months, to be able to repair. Um, I know that I had to get a new air filter and uh, I found it finally in Germany and could get it uh, get it sent to me in Germany. Uh, they're out. Parts are hard to find right now. So what are you going to do if your car goes down and they don't have the parts and you're going to be out for three weeks, four weeks, a month? You need CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10%. They will get the rental car ready for you. They will have the roadside assistance and they pay for the covered repair. When you are looking at a car repair, it's different than it was. This is the new normal. 
carshield.com slash beck carshield.com slash beck save 10 percent now at carshield.com slash beck deductible may apply In just a minute, five for fighting, uh, John Androsik is going to be joining us. He's the guy who wrote and performed this song. It's an amazing song. I'm just out to find the better part of He has uh, written a, a new song called Blood on My Hands, uh, and it is a protest song. <laughs> that everybody needs to hear uh, if you haven't already. And then about a half hour after that, we are going to talk to the uh, rapper who has done the song. uh, What is it? Let's go. Let's go. Brandon. Uh, It's going to be a very powerful hour. Next hour. Don't miss it. Coming up in just a few minutes. Um, Did you have you seen? Let me change the subject entirely. Have you seen Dune yet? Loved it. Right. It was great. It okay. really was. All right. I, you know me. I always, I always go too far. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you will always say about me. <laughs> yes. But I think, I think this movie uh, is kind of the death knell for Star Wars. I think the Star Wars thing, this movie makes it look like a cartoon storyline. Oh. Makes Star Wars look like a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, and I went in expecting nothing because... I've been through the Dune nightmare before (laughs) uh, back in the 80s, and it was awful. And this was fantastic, really fantastic. Yeah, everything about it. I mean, the the special effects, the story is great. Yeah, it's a little complex. You got to pay attention. Yeah, but it's really good. Have you noticed, because you're watching Foundation too, right? Yes. Um, Have you noticed that Hollywood has the answer right in front of them <laughs> you know, yeah. look, and they're still on the wrong and side they're of still it. on the wrong side of like mm-hmm. you know you guys are the ones stealing the spice right <laughs> you know that right <laughs> I mean, it is it's incredible mm-hmm. and yet they they just don't they get still it don't see it uh, no no and it, <sighs> it's amazing how some of these stories uh that are coming out now especially the space stories they are so much ma- more mature yeah. than the simplistic Star Wars. And Star Wars yeah. I love. Yeah, I do too. But it's, it's a very... But you're right. This is much more complex. Yeah, and just more... Meaty? Yeah, seasoned, you know, adult. It's just mature. more mature, mm-hmm. you know. it's uh, All of those things, yeah. Yeah. And I have a feeling there's going to be more than two of the dune movies i have a feeling this is going to go on for a very long time i kind of hope so based on the first one i do too and they i think they were so cautious because of the complete flop it's always been when somebody tried to make a movie out of dune i i don't i think they they were so cautious that they haven't even started on the second one yet and they were waiting to see how well it was received and and so that's too bad coming out with it next summer would have been awesome uh, would have been awesome yeah Uh, because i can't imagine how long it takes just to render the special effects because they are in a in a in a category in a league of their own 
Absolutely. Um, but anyway, uh, all right. Back to the culture in just a second with John Andresic. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. This hour, uh, the third hour of the program, you have to listen to the entire podcast today. We begin with the courageous people in sports and entertainment that have been standing up. There is something happening in America. Last hour, we told you an amazing story with a woman who stood up in Romania. She actually revealed one of the secrets that that got the dictator thrown out. Uh, we're gonna we're uh, this hour going to talk to two other people that are leading in culture that have had the courage to stand up and just ask questions. And because of those questions, they're being they're being throttled on the internet. They are being bashed, ignored, except with the people. Uh, one of them is the uh, rap artist that was just uh, uh, thrown off of YouTube for his song, um, Let's Go Brandon. We're going to talk to him in about a half hour. The other is a guy who just asked questions of Joe Biden uh, in, in a uh, song, Blood on My Hands. His name is John Odrosik. He is from Five for Fighting. He's in the studio. We go there next. program i can't wait uh to talk to john here in just a second first let me tell you um about patriot mobile the whole idea of today's show is stand up you have been born for a reason you have the talents that you have for a reason and you are exactly where you're supposed to be with all of the skills and everything else that you need now if you're saying i can't do anything You can do this. If you have a cell phone, I want you to switch to PatriotMobile.com right now. Patriot Mobile is, this is a group, it's the only conservative Christian group. They were actually started so they could make money to be able to fund things basically like the Tides Foundation does, except they do it through money laundering, in my opinion. Um, they they have people come bring money and then say, I'm giving this for children without faces. And then they go and they fund abortion or whatever. These people tell you exactly what they're doing. They go out and they are standing for the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. What the heck? All of the amendments. They are actually standing for the things that you believe in. And it's a great company. They have um, the service on the same cell towers as everybody else. So you get the same coverage and service, uh, but you get it for about half the price. Lots of reasons to join PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Join now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. They have special discounts for first responders and veterans and for multi-line accounts. Support the company that supports America and you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. All right, I think the best way to start is with the piano. I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. I'm just out to find 
pretty face beside a train It's not easy to be me John, John Andrasik um, Is my mic John Andrasik um, is uh, with us John, what a privilege to meet you Thank you, Glenn Pleasure to be here I, um, I have to ask you this first off What is it like, everything I do goes up into space and is someplace like <laughs> towards Pluto now. Right. And people don't relive it and relive it. And I think about this all the time. You you did a song years ago that I still listen to all the time. All the time. You've had you have an impact on people. You have an impact on me and my life and you don't even know it. Hmm. How weird is that? Does it give you comfort that you don't know who's listening to your song that you might do, you might have done 20 years ago you know i think it's like an athlete that maybe plays 10,000 games but there's one game and there's somebody seeing them for one time and i think you always have to remember uh, that as a performer and i don't know how you get up every day and do three five ten hours of of content and and it is satisfactory to know that the songs still resonate 20 years later. Yeah. You know, the songs that I loved growing up, they're still, they're still there, uh, and I, I still listen to them. But it is, it is humbling. I'm very grateful just to make a living at doing what I love to do. I am so blessed. Yeah. So, so you, um, I, you're going to do a podcast with me yeah. uh, for later this week, and we're going to go over some of the songs, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I want to um, talk to you about the courage it took to stand up and just do a song blood on my hands yeah what drove you to that do you want to play it or should we play the recording why don't i play it i'm here okay yeah let's, yeah uh, here it is let's this do it. this uh i i get back from the middle east uh and afghanistan and i hear this song <laughs> well i i'd uh, i'd like to actually uh, before I play the song, recognize our troops and our veterans, especially our Afghan vets, because I, I know they're hurting, um, and I want them to know they are not alone. Uh, we love them. We are with them. Uh, there will be accountability, and mm. uh, they served with honor. Got blood on my hands. Got blood on my hands. And I don't understand What's happening There's blood on these hands They're still Americans Left her the Taliban and he, 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 now how's that happening? Winking, blinking, can't you look me in the eyes? Willy-milly, tell me, when did you decide this will defend your sacred motto now means never mind? Got blood on our hands Got blood on my hands 
the flag of the Taliban over Afghanistan Now General Austin Is there no honor in shame? Can you spell Bagram without the letters in blame? Did Uncle Joe stick a drip in your veins? Hands And I can't hear her scream If she's not, she's not She's not on TV I can't hear him scream If he's not, he's not He's not on TV He To every Afghan ally that we Left behind Every child who won't know freedom faces covered and blinded for this American promise now hell in the fire hands there's blood on our hands just one American Asking What's happening It is It's a wild experience I don't know if the camera could have caught this But it's a wild experience To sit this close to you because I could see the emotion and and which lines hit you deeply. Where did that come from? When did you when did when did you what were you seeing that you were like? Well, you know, like uh, like all of us, I was I was horrified by the images coming out of Afghanistan. And um, when our 13 troops were killed. Uh, and the 100 Afghans by the suicide bomber, again, that, that made me very angry. I was banging on my piano. And I've told you this before, I had no intention of writing a song or releasing a song. I take no joy in releasing this song. But uh, when, uh, when our last troops left, uh, I got a call from a friend who was organizing EVACs. And, mm-hmm. and I said, are you really risking your life to, to go rescue the citizens we left behind? And I'll tell you, Glenn, it's a little emotional sitting in front of you because I know you're doing just that. So to be able to play the song in front of you, knowing that every day you're on the phone rescuing people, kind of, uh, kind of talking to the same folks I am, it shouldn't be this way. It's, it's insane. It's insane that we're doing what our government should be doing. This is the first time in listening to the song that I, and I think it's because when you sang it, you looked at me and you shook your head about blood on my hands. Yeah. It is. That's the way I have felt. I've never... I didn't get that from the song that you are, uh, you are really, 
feeling the same way I am is that we have done some we yes not the government we have done something horrible yes horrible no it is us and people ask me the white well there's no blood on my hands I didn't vote for this person but we're Americans we're Americans. We're the American they don't care promise. Who we yes. voted for? Nobody cares. Yeah. You know when when the Europeans look at us and say, "Why did you leave our people behind?" They're not checking our our voting record. And, Correct. And you're right. It's when you said it's it's a national shame. We have lost a piece of our soul. And I think until we admit that complicity, which we have not done, um, until we find some accountability, our moral conscience will continue to erode and fester. And uh, it's it's something like nothing else. We have these political fights and we have these bullets in the culture war, but this to me is something uh, more consequential. It really speaks to who we are. Who are we? Who is America? You just had a guest on talking about the, the great light that's America, that people can come and, and find their dreams. Well, those, that America doesn't break their promise to American citizens and allies that we fought with and maybe saved some of our soldiers' lives. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a scary song. And again, I take no pleasure in writing it or even singing it, but uh, someone had to say it. What is the response? I know you've been on the road. We've been yeah. calling each other, yeah. talking to each other, yeah. and we're at the opposite ends of the clock. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is the reaction when you sing it? It's been fascinating because I... I I was mostly blue states on my tour. And at the end of my show, uh, I, I asked my quartet to leave because I don't want them, frankly, cut up in the cancel game. And I talk about the song before I sing it. I talk about the fact that if Donald Trump were president or any Republican president and we were in this situation, mm-hmm. I'd write the song. I talk about it's a moral message, not a political one. And I ask people to just listen. And it's amazing. When I play it, you could hear pin drops. There's some people crying. There are some soldiers screaming, oorah. And there's some people looking, kind of cocking their head. But everyone listens. And it gives me hope for this country. Because I think if we speak in a way um, that is not partisan, that is not tribal, we're not going to make everybody agree. But I think everybody knows deep down this Afghanistan tragedy is, uh, is something that we can't just push under the rug. And it's been emotional. You know, veterans come after me, Afghan vets. They can't even talk, Glenn. They're, they're in tears, their shame, their pain. You see the suicide rates are up. You know, I mean, my mission has expanded from just keeping Afghanistan on the front foot, accountability, to really letting our vets know that, hey, this is not about you. You did the right thing. Um, and take care of their mental health. And I see that every night with the veterans and the military families. Uh, I want to share with you probably with the podcast um, or at least just personally something that happened at the end of uh, I think last week's last Wednesday's television broadcast Um, two people um, that had been saved from Afghanistan Mm -hmm. and they're 20 something girls Uh, Mm -hmm. they were on a bus of all of these school girls Um, and at the end it wasn't even part of the show we added it it was after we cut the show, but the cameras were still rolling. And I said, I want you to introduce, I want to introduce you to somebody who is my chief researcher. He was one of the first in Afghanistan. Hmm. And he's been questioning and really struggling with what happened. And um, what they said to him was remarkable. They immediately said, don't ever question what you did. We're here. Generations have changed because of this. You know, it ended poorly. Right. But because you were there, 
we we have cha- we have a chance. We have a chance. There's a uh, a classical piano player named Elon Fanus, an Afghanistan uh, young man. And for our veterans, if you're feeling that uh, your sacrifice was in vain, Google him and read his letter. He wrote a letter, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, saying, thank you. I have a life of freedom. I have an ability to practice my art, and it's all because of you. And you know what? It's going to be hard to stamp out that freedom in Afghanistan. Certainly, we have a lot of work to do, but there's still a lot of hope, and there's still a lot of work that can be done. And to a certain degree, we can fix it if we keep our eyes on it. We... um I think we're having a hard time keeping freedom here in America. (laughs) And I want to talk to you about artists. Yes. And that here in just a second. First, let me tell you a little bit about rec tech. Uh, Only a couple of years ago, uh, I was not a big fan of grilling out because I burnt everything. And with the price of meat right now, that's really not a good idea. Uh, Now, rec tech has been introduced in my life. I don't know, a couple, three years ago. And, I have to tell you, it is the best grill that you will ever uh, you'll ever find. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes, and everything is perfect. Yesterday or uh, this last weekend, Sunday, had the kids over, and I was setting the table and everything else. And usually, what I do is I put the steaks on, and then they're on fire while I'm setting the table. And I come back, and I'm like, "Good, so we can cut the first inch off of the top and the bottom." Uh, not so with Rectech. Um, I left it there. I put the sensor inside and it controls everything it is really amazing Rectech. you can find them on social media sign up for their newsletter for great recipes etc etc but if you are looking for a grill a smoker uh, or something that you can even bake in outdoors this is the best on the market at the price point or even above the price point you won't find anything like it it's Rectech. r-e-c-t-e-q.com Rectech.com. 10, 10 second station id John Andrasik, he is the singer-songwriter Five for Fighting, uh, who's joining me now. And it's interesting that you say that you asked the rest of the band to leave because you don't want them drawn in to the, into the blowback from this. It is shocking to me how even Eric Clapton or Van Morrison uh, <laughs> are writing songs about in 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 England, they're writing it about uh, COVID. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a kind of important questions and they are being pilloried uh, and no one is playing their music. It can't get anywhere. And when you're going after Eric Clapton (laughs) for writing a song that's questioning the man. Yeah. What the hell has happened to rock and roll and artists? Yeah, it's funny, like Rolling Stone is now the man, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, talking about Afghanistan, there was a, a folk singer named Farood Andarabi, who in the initial days was dragged from his home and murdered by the Taliban in front of his house, a folk singer. Yeah. And you would think uh, the music media, especially the Rolling Stones of the world, would have that guy on their cover saying, mm-hmm. hey, it's about freedom of expression, it's about music, um, the suppression of music by the Taliban, and it's crickets. And it just shows how deeply tribalism has infected our culture. It is so malignant that they won't talk about any issue that, uh, that they perceive may hurt their side. And uh, it's frankly disgusting, it's shameful. We should be having concerts 
for, the, for the people of Afghanistan. We should. The orchestra, the children's orchestra, we've got half of them out. Mm-hmm. Half of them are still there. The music mm-hmm. community should be, you know, should be in Qatar right now organizing, you know, U2, uh, Paul McCartney, Springsteen. We should all be down there screaming for the human rights of Afghanistan. And why are we not? Here's the facts. If it was a Republican president, you wouldn't be hearing my song. You know why? Because there'd be 20 other ones, you know, calling about, oh, Afghanistan, the women in Afghanistan, the children in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Tribalism is destroying this nation. And the music media and the media in general are a big participant in that. It is. I'm thrilled to have you here. It's so great to finally meet you. Um, He's going to be on the podcast, which will come out for Blaze subscribers on Thursday, and you'll be able to find it wherever you get your podcasts. John Andrasik, the the song is Blood on My Hands. Uh, Find it on YouTube and share it while you can. One of the songs that has been banned on YouTube for medical misinformation (laughs) (laughs) is uh, coming up next. The the artist that uh, the rapper that did the song, uh, Let's Go Brandon, joins us next. Let's go, Brandon. So I want to tell you the the last uh, in the last week we have seen a lot of things. The um, the what's his name that runs Twitter came out and said he is looking at hyperinflation. It's only a matter of time. Well, I don't know. He, I mean, that's not what the Fed says. Maybe somebody should silence him. The economic advisor at Alliance, uh, Mohammed El Arian, gave another warning this week about inflation. He says it's not transitory uh, and you should look for at least another year with high and persistent inflation. This is going to get worse, much worse before it gets better. And especially if the government passes another uh, what one and a half trillion is what they're saying, but with both of these things, it's be about three trillion dollars. Your gold, I'm sorry, your money is going to become worth less and less until it's worthless. That's when the world always goes back to gold. This week, they're offering a special at Goldline, one-tenth of an ounce platinum with a qualifying order of $5 gold Indians. Call them now, 1-866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Blend back, stupor gear. Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray, listen to all your favorite conservative voices right here at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. We have, uh, of course, if you're a regular listener to this program, uh, we have won several uh, honorary Grammys for our work in the rap world. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I bet a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't know that, but uh, I'm all down with rap. And uh, all up in here. <laughs> exactly right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bryson Gray is a Christian rapper. That song that you're listening to is Let's Go Brandon. And it has been censored on social media, even though it's number one on iTunes. And the reason why it's been censored is because it has misleading medical information in it. Uh, Bryson is with us now. Hello, Bryson. What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, So you're tell me about 
how the genesis of this song. So um, I didn't want to make it at first. I didn't want like to make a trendy song. Um, but the way I looked at Let's Go Brandon is uh, I don't curse. So the, F- <laughs> so the F Joe Biden chance, they look so cool. But I was like, ah, I'm not saying that. So you know what's so funny, Bryson? Because Pat and I are exactly the same. We we love it when we heard it. But we were also at the same time. We wouldn't participate in it. And we were also like, that's not that's not who we are. That's just not. I don't want our side to be like that. But the Let's Go Brandon is fantastic. Fantastic. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I was uh, like, finally, finally, I could do something. But, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, that happened. And a guy named Black Conservative Preacher, he was asking me to make a song before anybody did it. And I was like, nah. You know, I, was like, I love it, but nah, I want to make a song. And then, like, a few artists released Let's Go Brandon songs uh, before me. Like, four or five artists did it. And they all had like profanity in it, and in my mind, I'm like, well, that defeats the purpose of, of Let's Go Brandon, in my opinion. But uh, so uh, he he hit me up again and was like, man, I need something for my son to listen to. Man, this is a beautiful movement. Like, I need something for my son to listen to, bro. And that finally got me, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a Let's Go Brandon song. But if I do it, I want to put Tyson James on it, Chandler Crump on it, and then I released it, man, and, and YouTube banned it, and it just. I'm on Glenn Beck show right now, so obviously <laughs> it is the dream of every rapper to be on this program. Uh, uh, so when you were when you were banned for, can we play the very beginning? Because I think this is the medical misinformation that that got you banned. Listen, the very beginning of the song. The shots that people are getting now cover that. They're they're you're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you stop. Have. That is absolutely untrue. Is that, do you think, the medical misinformation that they banned you for? Well, I, I asked them which lyric which lyric did it, and the YouTube just refused to respond. I've, I've hit them up like five times. They, they literally refused to tell me which lyric got me banned. That's a little bizarre, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I would imagine that it is the uh, pandemic ain't real. They just planned it. That that could be, but um, I mean, they, we already know that it most likely came from a Wuhan lab, uh, and it got out somehow. And we already know uh, Bill Gates talked about how they were going to use vaccines and other methods uh, for depopulation. Uh, so you know, huh? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. You know, the problem is, and your song uh, deals with it, the, the problem is, is that, as you say, when you ask questions, they start banning. Um, the silencing of voices is something unlike we have ever seen that I, at least in my lifetime in America. I agree. Um, this is like, this is actually my second song getting banned on YouTube. I had one about hydroxychloroquine that was banned. Uh, and Spotify banned another song of mine, and we like I didn't. I'm confused. When do we get to the point where we ban art? Have you heard the rap songs that exist? Like, have, have anybody ever sat down and listened to the most popular rap songs? That's not banned, but you banned my song because you don't like the you don't like that it questions the narrative and it goes against the consensus of the cdc even though the cdc changes their consensus every two weeks mm-hmm. uh, it is 
we 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 are we are in crazy times. I you know it's um, it's amazing. I was against the banning of uh, rap. Um, it'll come maybe perhaps as a giant surprise to you, but for as much work as we've done in the rap world, uh, I'm not really all into rap. Um, but I defended rap when I was a morning show. When were we? 1990s, Pat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember, Tipper Gore was going after rap. And we're like, look, we don't even like rap. You should not ban it. What are you talking about? And it has only gotten so much worse, the things that are said in rap. And they they are allowed to say it. And I, you know, I raise the flag for them being allowed to say it. But it is being consumed in such vast quantities and no one is even thinking about the effect on our culture and the effect on on our children that are listening to it. And yet you come out with some questions and you're questioning the man, which I think rock and roll and rap. I think that's what you do. uh, And you're shut down. That and that is insane. And I remember those days. Well, I was born in 1991, but hmm. I, I, of course, I've read about those days where, like, NWA, you had two yeah. live crew. Yeah. You had, yeah, people like that that were, that were getting banned. But even those are still love. I think Ice T has a song literally about killing police officers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can still go to YouTube and find that. Uh, but as soon as I say uh, the pandemic ain't real, they planned it. It's like, oh, no, that's it. That's where we draw the line. Like, what? Arts? Music? This is where you draw the line. Like, that. this is, man, this is, this is, and, and the fact that people on the left are supporting it, like, people are mocking, like, me on Twitter saying, <clears throat> I'm glad your song got banned. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So, tell me the, um, the after effects of this. Are you... Are you uh, more optimistic or less optimistic? Have you? Because I, I was just talking to John Audresic from uh, Five for Fighting, and he just did a song, and it's getting squashed as well. Uh, and uh, his is about Afghanistan, and uh, you know they squashed Eric Clapton for a song about COVID. Are, are you seeing more people come out? Is is there something that's changing in America? I do think it's changing, but I think if we actually started paying attention more, it could change faster in a positive light. There's obviously something changing in a negative way to where, if you want to be honest, in this country, I know we'd like to say we're all free, but in reality, in the public space, only one side has free speech. Mm-hmm. They, can say whatever they, they, they can say whatever they want about Jesus and just get away with it. They can literally do whatever they want. Meanwhile, we can't even question, make a joke then we're banned off platforms if, if we do that. But the good side of it is if you see what happened with this song, it shot up to number one. Like, I, I do not think it would be number one if they didn't ban it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. So that that's a positive side to it. The only problem with that is I feel like we, we do that for like a week or two, and then we go back to normal. And if you actually listen to the lyrics in my Let's Go Brandon song, my whole point was it's time for us to like, stand up and stop stop allowing and succumbing to what's going on in this country i think though that there is also something and you're an example of it john's an example of it uh and as Cantor is an example of it um where where people are starting to stand up and there seems to be a little bit of a snowball that is is starting 
Oh yeah, it's it's a culture war. It's a culture war right now, and they they have the left has had the grip on the culture war for so long. Like I don't know if you saw, but this some website wrote an article and said uh, and said uh, I can't believe this moronic song passed Adele. And then at the end of the article, it said uh, Adele will be back number one by the morning. This is just a MAGA cult nonsense. Blah blah blah. Now that was yesterday, and of course this is the morning currently, and she's actually <laughs> dropping number, you know, she's actually dropping number three behind another Let's Go Brandon song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is uh, it's great to talk to you. And I just I wanted to thank you for your courage um, to do this. Are you concerned about backlash? Um, it, uh, listen, my music is so controversial. That I've never been concerned about it. I welcome it uh, because I seek first the kingdom of God. So I'm, I'm not, I don't fear anything. God bless you. God bless you. Bryson Gray is his name. The creator of Let's Go Brandon. Uh, that has now been censored uh, on uh, social media. Christian uh, or Bryson, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. God bless you. Uh, another another episode of Glenn Beck talks rap. <laughs> there have been so many episodes, so though. many, you know, so many epic episodes. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, to to really. What was your favorite? Pick one that's what the was thing. your favorite? I, you know, there's so many. It's like choosing your favorite child. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I think the episode with Tupac. Yeah, that was. Where I said, dude, don't go. Yeah. Uh, and he went anyway. He went anyway. That was, uh, it was, was a powerful. Powerful in retrospect. Powerful. Right. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um <laughs> Let me tell you about Karen, who wrote in recently about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, my super allergetic, uh, super picky dog is finally eating much better than he used to. Right? Uno. Ah! I can't take the way uh, Uno uh, used to eat his food or not eat his food. She says he's also more playful again. It was sad to see a three-year-old dog lying around and just being there. He never seemed to have any energy. Now, though he's not as active of my other dogs, he's starting to at least engage more. He's right with the rest of the pack to greet us when we come home. When we wake up in the morning, I am so happy that he's coming along. Thank you, Rough Greens. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on your dog's food, and it contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, and antioxidants. Time to make a difference in your dog's life. Check out Rough Greens for yourself today. Your dog is going to thank you. And then you can thank me. Anyway, free bag of Rough Greens right now just for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-N-33. Call them now. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, wow. Inflation has sent the cost of Thanksgiving meal uh, soaring. Um, but I, you know what I really appreciate? I appreciate the press now coming out. The Atlantic just came out and said uh, the only reason why we're having inflation and it would be easier to uh, contain if rich people would stop buying the things they don't need and really don't even want. <laughs> and. As somebody I think is probably in the Atlantic's category of a rich person, 
I can't tell you how mm. many tickets I have gotten recently from my local fire department because of the bonfire that I have in the back of my house. I'm not supposed to have bonfires, but I just need some way to get rid of all the stuff I buy every day that, that I you just don't want. don't want. Yeah. You know, yeah. so much of it. And so you just throw it into the I fire. I just throw it into the fire. I mean, I'm yeah. burning 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Have you ever thought about not buying stuff you no. don't want? No. No. I'm no, part of the rich. Yeah. You're part of the rich. And that's what the rich do. They buy things they, do. they don't even want. True. And if See we would, every day, if you if you are making over forty thousand dollars a year, believe me, you're part of the rich. Uh, you need to stop buying all the stuff you don't want, mm-hmm. you know, or don't need like meat. Who needs meat? Nobody. Nobody needs meat. And if you would stop buying it's meat, the price the would come down. Yeah. Amen, brother. By the way, uh, what would you buy? Speaking of things you don't even need or want, what would you buy if your um, nest egg grew yesterday by $37 billion? That's Elon Musk. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I'd buy Iceland. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, it's quite lovely this time of year. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, a little it's chilly. A little chilly, yeah. But I was lovely. Say. Yeah, lovely, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I would take thirty-seven billion dollars in a day. I take maybe five billion and create a trust fund for a charity because it would go uh, go on cool. forever mm-hmm. with five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You could be George Soros with five billion dollars, ten billion. You know, thirty-seven billion. It was just my increase. Maybe maybe 20 billion of that would go to a trust fund and then, uh, you know, for charity. And then I probably buy myself a Bugatti. OK, that's uh, a good purchase. A Gulfstream and a really nice house on an island. <laughs> it's not still, not still Iceland. A lot left over. Lot left over. I'd yeah. save the rest. I'd save the rest. I mean, I don't want to just buy a bunch of stuff I don't need or want. <laughs> Did you see that his net worth at $288 billion now is greater than the market value of ExxonMobil and Nike? This one guy has more wealth than ExxonMobil and Nike. I wish he would do ads that would take down Colin Kaepernick then. I wish he would do, mm-hmm. I stand for the flag every time. I, every time I wave great. the flag whenever I hear it. That's something he would do. Too. It, it would be. Yeah. You know, I would. I disagree with so much of his policies because he's really a lefty. Yeah. But, but every once in a point, while it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and at this point, I would rather have a president who actually understands the future mm. more than maybe I'll live till Tuesday. I'd like somebody there that is thinking about the world in completely different ways Mm -hmm. because we're there and everybody in Washington seems to be thinking like it's 1950. All right. If you missed any of the show, make sure you grab the podcast today. You can get it wherever your podcasts uh, are found, or you can get it by becoming a blaze TV member and just join us at blaze tv.com slash Glenn. That's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Today was a really good episode. You want to listen to all of it. It's very empowering. All of the things that are happening that show, guys, you're winning. They're terrified of you. This is the Glenn Beck Program.